Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. talk some start sick questions next on fantasy football today in five welcome to fft in five i'm chris towers i'm here with dave richard and dave thursday night we already know we're missing saquon barkley i think it's pretty easy to not start matt Breida or gary brightwell unless you're absolutely desperate against the 49ers right 100 percent. we're not even sure how much those guys are going to play it's a tough matchup uh, I don't care what Kyron Williams did last week. Yeah, it's going to be a mess for the Giants all the way around, and their offensive line still isn't at full strength. Yeah, missing their starting left guard and left tackle for this game, they've both been ruled out as well. Might just be a stay away from everyone on the Giants situation. Yeah. On the other side of that game, we do have Brandon Ayuk, who's questionable after being limited with a shoulder injury. He looked. Pretty banged up after that injury in week two, kept playing through it, but was slow to get up multiple times, only played 53% of the snaps. Given that this should be a game the 49ers can win pretty easily, are you starting Brandon Ayuk if he's active? I uh, I would be nervous to do so. And mm-hmm. the the problem with Brandon Ayuk is, is what you said. The 49ers could win this game without him. There's always the chance that the Giants make it competitive and, and maybe the 49ers say, all right, well, we need you, Brandon. Go out there mm-hmm. and make a double play. Run a couple of slants. That's what he's typically good at doing. Um, I would not feel good starting Brandon Ayuk. Hopefully, the 49ers make that decision for us. Yeah, he's more like a wide receiver three for me, whereas he'd be a top 20 guy under normal circumstances. Let's move on to Jerome Ford. The Browns did sign Kareem Hunt as expected on Wednesday. And obviously, given his experience in Kevin Stefanski's offense, he might not need much time to get ready. The question is more, is he physically ready? But where are you ranking Jerome Ford for week two or week three? Is he a start? I'm going to rank him high for week two, and I'm also going to rank him as a start, uh, top 24 running back in week number three. And look, the Titans run defense, it's impressive. They've got some big boys up front. But I wonder if they're a little suspect on the edges, and Jerome Ford's a pretty good pass catcher, and he's a pretty good pass blocker. So I think he could lean into those passing down reps really quickly and still get a lot of rushing down work on top of it. You saw the speed on Monday night. You know that he's got the potential for breakaway runs. I'd start him. I I wouldn't have huge expectations, but Mm -hmm. I think he can finish as a top 20-ish type of running back, especially in PPR. Let's talk about another running back for week three. Gus Edwards kind of all coming together for Gus Edwards right now. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins out for the season, but we learned on Wednesday afternoon Justice Hill is dealing with a toe injury. Not expected to be a long-term issue, but doesn't sound like he'll play in week three. However, 
you know, Gus Edwards, we know who he is. He typically doesn't get anything in the passing game. He's very rarely getting, you know, 20 carries. Where are you ranking him? Is he a start? And would you start him over Jerome Ford and Zach Moss to name two? I'd put him right in between those guys. I'm not a big fan of Zach Moss this week. Mm -hmm. I I don't like the matchup against Baltimore, so I'm going to sit Zach Moss. I think Gus Edwards is in that flex range, maybe not even top 24. He should be the main guy for Baltimore, but we thought he'd be the main guy for Baltimore after week one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And Justice Hill, like Justice Hill gives them more speed. Yeah. Just come down to that. But if you go back and you watch those running backs play, Gus was the smoother runner. He had the better vision. And he's the one that I think can handle a large amount of reps, certainly more so than Melvin Gordon. I don't know if there's anybody else that the Ravens have who can step in there. Yeah, but- they signed Kenyon Drake to the practice squad, but you yeah. know. And we saw him in this before. offense last year. Right. And how did he do in that offense? It was not pretty. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd, I'd go with God. Maybe he does make the cut as a top 24 running back. Maybe in non PPR, he does mm-hmm. because the workload will be there. I will say this this Colts run defense, it's good. I think that they are very, very strong up front and, uh, and, and they will make it harder on Gus Edwards than you might have initially thought before the season started. All right, let's go with one really tough one because as of Wednesday, we definitely don't know if Joe Burrow is going to play because the Bengals haven't practiced for week three yet. They won't have their right. first practice on thurs- until Thursday. We won't know. I mean, it's possible we don't know if Joe Burrow is playing until 7 o'clock on Monday night. They play the, the 8-15 game. So that's literally the last possible one if he's a game-time decision. Would you start T. Higgins... If we don't know if Joe Burrow's playing, I'd lean toward it because what, what Cincinnati would do if they don't have Joe Burrow is ask Jake Browning to just not mess up, throw mm-hmm. simple passes, probably not try a lot of deep shots, but I bet he tries a couple. And let's face it, has Joe Burrow thrown the ball well enough in the first two games of the year to make you think that what he's doing is that much worse than what Jake Browning can do? And I know that sounds so silly. But he's getting rid of the ball quickly. He's not challenging downfield as much. Maybe he knocked the rust off a little bit in the second Mm -hmm. half of week two. And that's really when T. Higgins came alive. We're still waiting for Jamar Chase to come alive. I I think Higgins can be okay even with Jake Browning. So if you're making a decision on him or Jamar Chase, I don't think it's so reliant on Joe Burrow being there for him uh, in the matchup against the Rams, who I, I still don't think their defense is as good as they've looked over the first two weeks of the season. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to recap Thursday night football and talk more start sits. We'll see you then. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over guys. All stars Four is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.